From the Ron McKeefery Podcast Network, I'm Isaiah Castilleja, and this is Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. In this episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0, Coach Livingston talks to us about how having the priorities of organization and structure when working with a new program or a team, how knowing the demands of all levels of athletes helps you create a better business model, and the importance of watching practices when creating an all-encompassing performance program. All this on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. You know, I don't don't care if it's uh, freshman football players or, you know, practice squad guys. Everybody thrives in a structured, organized environment. The Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 podcast is brought to you by Sparta Science. Sparta Science has been a part of the human performance community for over a decade. They started the idea of bringing the force plate analysis out of the lab and into the weight room. I've been following what they've been doing for a long time now, and their latest innovations is a must-have for both yours and my weight rooms. Sparta Science has been known for making the complex simple, making data easy to understand for the athletes and tactical operators so they can take ownership of their movement health. Sparta Science now offers more flexibility for coaches, including an expanded set of tests and full access to hundreds of metrics and time series data. Coaches have access to novel machine learning derived measures that can help uncover meaningful patterns unseen by the naked eye. Sparta Science makes precision training practical for any staff at any level while providing coaches and sports scientists with all the tools they need to continue pushing the envelope of human performance. For more information, visit spartascience.com chalk and let them know Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 sent you. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being a strength coach is difficult. And someone once said on our podcast, we pour so much into helping our athletes become better, but we forget who's pouring back into us to help us become better. Without a healthy mind coaching on the floor, programming and maintaining the juggling act that we call life can be difficult. The good news is the therapists at BetterHelp are here to help you. Therapy can be whatever we want it to be. Maybe you need the tools to help you keep motivated, or maybe you're feeling burnt out from long days in the weight room, or you just need someone to talk to. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist at a time that works for you. We have a very busy schedule as a strength coach, and the last thing we need to do is be driving to an office and sitting in a waiting room. Simply log into your account and message or speak to your therapist from anywhere at a time that works for you. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. BetterHelp also assesses your needs and will match you with one of over 20,000 therapists in their network. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself and make your mind your best asset. We train to keep our bodies strong and resilient. Now it's time to invest in our mental health too. 
and has a special offer to Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 listeners. You can get 10% off your month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash chalk. That's betterhelp.com slash chalk. And thanks again for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Today, I'm joined by Coach Austin Livingston. He is currently the strength, we'll right the strength conditioning coach at Next Level Performance Center. He also had stops at the, ready with the Minnesota Vikings, the next University level? of Minnesota, like and MSU Denver. They are Welcome the to podcast, Coach. Velocity-based training device on the market. Hey, Coach, how's it going? Barbell Thanks for having me. Of course, you tell us a little bit about your role at Next Level Performance Center. and efficiently. Providing yeah, stats it's a, such uh, as private, range of motion uh, and strength and conditioning facility in Golden, Colorado. Android and work iOS with uh, athletes of all ages, middle school, high school, you know, college kids when they're it's the on break, some pro guys. It has a special it's, uh, offer for Iron Game Chalk Small little listeners. facility, but you know, we got indoor strip of turf and some dumbbells, some barbells, and make a lot of cool things happen. No doubt. And you have a career that spans. You know, Division two, D one, Power five, and NFL. What would you say are some things you took from each level that kind of created the experience you have now? Yeah, um, I think the the biggest thing is just knowing your audience and and knowing who you're working with at each level. Um, with my private facility right now, you know, I do contracts with high school teams, so I do go into high schools and work with teams yeah, in that setting as well so um you know just every every stop you're at um you know people are the population has a different level of physical preparation and um you know what they need to do for their sport the demands are pretty pretty broad range there so you just got to be aware of your audience and know your audience and who you're working with definitely and what would you say is one big misconception working with, you know, a high school athlete and then a misconception working with an NFL athlete? Um, you know, working with a high school athlete, um, you know, that's, I think too many people, um, you know, want to spice it up and, and make it attractive. And I, I think that fundamentals are, you know, more than they need, they could be on, you know, one by 20 and see results. Um, and then, you know, working with higher level athletes, I think, um, too many people overlook, you know, what, what these guys are already good at or what physical traits they already possess, you know, they're already neurally hooked up. And, um, you know, a lot of the time they just need body weight exercises, and stability and learning how to control what, you know, they're, muscles and nervous systems already capable of producing definitely and what would you say is the big thing that you look to establish when you walk in and you're working with a new like a high school team you know knowing that you know you have your own facility that you work out of but you're kind of stepping into a new culture yeah you know um I feel like uh, a lot of the situation that I've been in, I've been a new face or, or taken over from uh, someone who's already kind of held that position. So right off the bat, you know, I just like to provide 
organization and structure. And um, that's one thing that I think athletes at any level um, need to be successful. So, you know, I don't, I don't care if it's uh, freshman football players or, you know, practice squad guys. Um, everybody thrives in a structured, organized environment. And how do you, what do you go, how do you go about it with, do you have, do you have just a foundation program that you start out with uh, each group with, or is it kind of like, Hey, you know, we'll take some of the people with higher training age and you can go work here. And meanwhile, you might have some freshmen coming in that, you know, are growing and trying to figure out how their body is operating. Yeah. You know, each situation uh, varies. There's been, you know, some high school contracts where, you know, you're working with all three levels, freshman, JV, and varsity. So, you know, you do kind of have a, a block zero type for the for the younger guys. But um, I'd say for the most part, you know, what everybody kind of starts with the fundamentals and then you're just problem solving and, and switching up the stress and stimulus from there. Definitely. And what would you say is the approach if you were to go back into the collegiate realm? You've done both d2 and power five you know collegiate strength and conditioning um would you do you see any similarities there between the a the d1 and d2 and also the high school athlete um yeah you know if i if i could go back and do it again i think that um there were some athletes that probably could have been thrown in the mix um with more you know specialized type programming right out the right out of the gates, they already had, um, a solid background at their high school or, or working with somebody privately. And, um, you know, you kind of like to keep the reins on them for a phase and, and get an idea of what they're capable of. But, uh, if I, if I got a chance to do it again, I would, I think be a little more aggressive and throw some of those younger incoming freshmen in college and stuff in with, with what everybody else is doing right away. Definitely. And, and your career, has spanned, you know, the highest levels of performance. What was your mindset transitioning from D2 to a well-known power five? And then your, what was your mindset transitioning from power five into the league? Yeah. You know, I started, uh, with you at a D2 and, you know, we were figuring it out as we went. It was a first time strength and conditioning program. And, uh, you know, we were, we were in survival mode and, and just making it work. And then, uh, I, uh, I read, you know, triphasic and I, I knew that it made sense to me, but I knew that I wouldn't, I wasn't going to be able to do it on my own. I wanted to see it for my own eyes. So when I went to the university of Minnesota, I went with, uh, real humble, open eyes, expecting to see some crazy stuff I've never seen before. And I certainly got, certainly got what I was asking for with that. Um, and then, you know, it was always a dream to work in the NFL. And I, I really had no, no idea what to expect the first day I walked in there and, um, you know, with our off season stuff, I was, I was pretty surprised by how, uh, how close it was to mimicking the game. Um, a lot of the drills and exercises we were doing were, 
it was a lot more like a football practice than a, a traditional strength and conditioning session in a weight room. Definitely. And what would you say is the biggest misconception of the strength and conditioning coach, like the actual position in the league? Because, I mean, I would, I bet if I took a poll of every coach, at least in the start of their career, you know, all of us probably had at least ambition at one point to be in, you know, in the league working with any of those athletes. And uh, I don't know, from the outside looking in, I feel like there's got to be something very different from what we would think the strength conditioning would be at that level. Uh, Yeah. You know, I hate to break it to people, but (laughs) nothing changes. You're still not just a strength and conditioning coach. You're, still the handyman in the weight room when things break you're still uh jumping in on drills and being a punching bag you're still you know running around making copies and and befriending people who work in facilities so um you know it's it's an awesome experience but it's it's still being a strength and conditioning coach and you're still wearing multiple hats when you're doing that definitely and what would you say is the approach that if you were like an NFL strength and conditioning coach, you said those guys are already pretty neurologically, you know, primed and ready to go. And then also you got the whole collective bargaining. So like there's very limited access to these athletes. So, you know, once you get, once they get the go ahead, you know, around training camp to come in or OTAs, do you see a lot of strength coaches typically? Is it, hitting the weights or are they doing more movement sessions or is it a combination? Like how, how does, what's the approach looking like nowadays? Yeah. You know, I can't speak for, for what everybody does in the NFL. Um, but for my, from my experience, um, you know, we were, we were very aware of what was going on at practice. So, um, you know, the offense, for example, they're, they're running a ton of routes on air and they're, they're covering a lot of distance, but, defense they're just standing around trash cans for a while those first couple of weeks so um you know the, the program it, it's the movements are the same but you know like i said just how you load it and what you know stress you're exposing them to um that's kind of all over the board you got to go play by ear early on in camp and otas and things like that definitely we'll be right back Are you ready to take your weightlifting to the next level? I'd like to introduce you to Barbell Mate. They are the most affordable velocity-based training device on the market. Barbell Mate provides real-time analytics and feedback and helps you lift more effectively and efficiently, providing stats such as range of motion, mean, and peak velocity. The personal app is available for Android and iOS and has no subscription fee. And at just $285 per device, it's a smart choice for anyone looking to improve their weightlifting performance. And as a special offer for Iron Game Chalk Talk listeners, they will offer $15 off your first purchase with code CHOCKTALK15. Again, save $15 off your first purchase using code CHOCKTALK15. But that's not all. The new Barbell Mate Team app provides a complete management system to track and monitor the progress of multiple athletes. Choose from a variety of three packages to suit your team's needs, with prices starting as affordable as $25 per month. Visit barbellmate.com slash chalktalk to learn more and start your journey towards better weightlifting performance. And remember to use 
code CHOCKTALK15 for $15 off your first purchase. Again, take a look at them at less than $300 a unit. Barbell mate is definitely something you should look into for VBT training in your weight room. And you've also been around some high-level hockey teams, being at you know University of Minnesota and working with everything. You know what's the what's the hockey performance scene looking like right now? Because I talked to a few NHL coaches, and and some of them are like we only get you know fifteen twenty sessions of lifting in throughout a whole season, and and. Some of them are like, oh, we're in there all the time. It's kind of a mixed bag. So what is the, you know, high level hockey performance looking like? Yeah. You know, again, I can only speak from, you know, one specific uh, experience that I had up there at the University of Minnesota. But um, those kids are just training, you know, year round 365 up there at the university and they're exposed to so much stress year round that, you know, they're all coming in and they're lifting two, three, you know, if they're not playing on Friday nights, four times a week. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I think that because they're skating and not sprinting, um, you know, they're still, they're still accruing volume and fatigue, but, um, I think that their training is just so stressful year round and in their off season that, when they're in season up there, it's nothing, nothing much changes for them. Definitely. And, and that's come with, I mean, Cal Dietz, was, he's been there for 25 years, right? Something. Yeah. He's been there a long time. Been there for a while. So he's got this established culture and the rapport with the the hockey coaches. Right. So it's like, this is just part of Minnesota hockey. Um, So they're, they're coming in and they're bought into the system and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, they, they, they know how Dieter rolls up there and that's just, that's just what to expect when you're playing hockey up there and anybody associated with the hockey program knows what, what training's like and, uh, the expectations. No doubt. And what would you say is the biggest challenge with what what you're seeing with the high school athletes right now? Cause I know, just you know i'm a collegiate coach but i just see what's going on in our profession and it would seem like you know a lot of the athletes will have a coach on the side and they're doing some of them are doing some really solid stuff like you said just getting them stronger and you know keeping it very simple and then i've seen some other stuff that's just like outrageous and i'm just like you know why would you put this high school athlete what are you seeing in the market right now how's the high school athlete getting physically prepared like because you're a part of and I, I know you're probably getting contracted but your contract you're part of the team like you're coaching the whole team getting the team going but what are you seeing in with athletes during the off season and whatnot yeah you know i actually think that um i wish i was in high school right now because there's just so many resources and and people doing good things um and there's just so much, you know, free stuff available on Instagram and YouTube shorts like that. Um, I've only, you know, been doing this a decade, but, um, you know, I like the way the needle's moving and, um, you know, to answer your question with high school athletes, you know, I think that 
everybody's doing uh, doing a pretty good job. I know that there's some frustrations I've heard with athletes that I do work with is, um, you know, a lot of them feel like they're forced to be in dry land programs and things like that with, you know, contracts that their clubs already have. And, you know, it's one intern or something trying to supervise a circus, a, a 30 kids right after practice. So I think that's, you know, just kind of the last hurdle is, you know, getting the appropriate ratios in there and, and, um, not babysitting kids after practice, but, you know, actually being able to coach kids. Definitely. And you're, and I know, like I said, I, and you mentioned this before I've, we've worked with each other and, you know, you're very competent in everything. And I know you're a good interview. What was it like preparing for both interviews for Minnesota and the Vikings and, you know, the university of Minnesota? Cause you know, I mean, we all in our career has have had a, at least one interview where you're like, this is probably the biggest, most important interview of my entire life. And I mean, you obviously hit a home run because it got you to those next levels. What was your mindset going into there? And how do you what's some advice when for the other coaches listening there are probably preparing for interview during this part of the season? Yeah, man, um, you know, I was. I was pretty geeked up and stressed out for both of them. And I, I did my due diligence. I was, you know, reading bios on everybody that I was going to have to talk to and, you know, researching the LinkedIn and the Instagram and everything like that. And then the, uh, it's actually a funny story. The university of Minnesota one, yeah, I didn't even get a chance to talk to the director. <laughs> one of the assistants called me and, um, you know, he just, kind of made sure that I was familiar with triphasic and, um, you know, familiar with technology and, uh, sports science type stuff like that. And I wasn't, but, um, you know, I was just harped on them that, you know, I was confident in my ability to pick it up and learn. And then, uh, you know, I got offered the position and, you know, actually the first time I met the director was the first day I showed up. Um, the NFL one also is kind of, you know, another weird story. They, they reached out that they needed some help with their off season programming. And, uh, you know, my name got thrown in there and then, uh, I was just sitting around tossing and turning every night, waiting to hopefully talk to somebody. Nice. And I was actually setting up a lift at the university and one of the assistants called me and, uh, wanted to know if I could do an interview. And I was like, right now, I was like literally tearing down a lift and setting up for one in the afternoon. And I just left the room and, um, all the coaches kind of had me on a, a group interview. I was over speakerphone and, you know, I was just authentic in myself and described my experiences. And then, uh, yeah, that led to the head strength coach coming down to the university and meeting me in person. And, you know, again, I got to go off in a back room and have a conversation with him for a while and, you know, just be authentic, be myself, explain my background and, you know, what my philosophies were. And, uh, yeah, man, I'll tell you, I've struck out on a lot more interviews than I've hit home runs on though. I'll be the first one to tell you that. So I don't want anyone thinking I have the, the, uh, you know, Holy grail to interview in here. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no doubt. And, you know, I think we've all, all been there before, but, you know, what would you say is a piece of advice 
for coaches trying to navigate, you know, from being an intern position. And I feel like you had it pretty tough because not only were you an intern, but had basically just, you know, I mean, we were all like just neck deep in like just working, building a program. You know, what would you say is the piece of advice for anybody that's in their that part of their career where they're, you know, grinding it out? They might be a volunteer or they're just the, the tougher part of the career that weeds out a lot of people. What would you say is a piece of advice for them? Um, you know, my my best piece of advice for anybody in this industry is to make friends with other people in the building outside of the weight room. Um, so if you're in a collegiate setting, you know, make sure that you're in tight with all the administrators, the, what is it? The media people, you know, the janitors, literally, you know, anybody can help you out and, and has a contact to somebody. And, you know, when I was working with the Vikings, you know, one of my best friends was the head coach's secretary. Cause she was able to help me laminate stuff and, and, uh, print copies. And, you know, it's just, it's all about having relationships with not only the people you directly work with, you know, coaches and players, but literally everybody in your building. Nice. Yeah. That's a, that's a good piece of advice, you know, just to treat everybody like the CEO and the, those secretaries, they help out a ton. Cause I, I remember when I was at CEU, I just had to make copies of like a one of a kind document that was like created by hand. And I just ran upstairs panicked because I knew some of the administrative assistants worked out in the weight room. So I was, you know, always, yeah. always nice to them. And I always, you know, gave them workouts and helped them work out because nobody wanted to deal with them. And I was like, sure, like let's, let's go work out. And, um, sure is shooting i oh, i walk upstairs and i was like i i need to know how to recreate this They're like look let's just make some copies and we'll and we'll laminate them and they they help me out so it's always good to you know you never know when you're gonna have to call on somebody and they'll be able to help you out yeah man you need i don't know a broken piece of equipment forklift around the the weight room you don't want to do that by hand no. so it's always nice to have some homies and facilities yeah no doubt no doubt join the thousands of coaches across the world that are part of team builder nation the incredible online strength and conditioning software provides a toolbox for features for all coaches at all levels one awesome feature is the one rm max tracker team builder makes tracking maxes easy for any method since you can record and store max data project one rm over time and use the stored maxes to determine prescribed weights for an exercise and have access to the visual reports so you can see the maxes over time other features include an updated messaging platform and the ability to create sports science questionnaires for athletes or clients to answer on their own phones that's right, that's sports science data in the palm of your hand. Start your free 14-day trial today by using the promo code CHALK, that's promo code C-H-A-L-K, and begin programming with the software built to fit any level strength coach in any setting. Team Builder prides itself on putting the customer first and offers affordable pricing with subscription plans starting at just $50 a month. For more information, on everything that Team Builder has to offer or schedule a 30-minute demo with Team Builder Expert, visit teambuilder.com and let them know Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 sent you. This episode is brought to you by Play. 
Play is a company that I've personally been working with from the start. Everyone at Play works to help strength coaches innovate and find solutions for our profession. From flooring, weight room equipment, outdoor spaces, and everything in between, Play will collaborate with you to find what you need. They work with everyone from professional teams to high schools, and they've always made me feel important and a part of the Play family. Refuse second best with Play. Find them at play.us and let them know Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 sent you. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you to our great guests for taking the time to share their experiences. Thank you to Play and Team Builder for being great companies that help our profession. And most importantly, thank you, the listeners. Please find us on social media at Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Find our show notes on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a rating, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to say hi. It's great to hear from coaches from around the country. Talk to you all next week on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0.